0: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of your favorite podcast. It's Teening it Up with CMB. I'm your host, Connor, coming at you a day later than your normal weekly episode. But we're getting into football. We're getting into the exciting stuff. We're getting into stuff to actually talk about for you guys. So you guys should ask me actually be excited for this one. But I'm going to introduce my co-host first, the freshly haircutted man. Vladdy, how are you doing? I'm doing
1: well. Um, you mentioned the haircut. uh almost done with the week uh going into a long labor day weekend which will be fun mm-hmm. kind of, i got some exciting plans especially around my birthday on saturday so i'm doing great you know i mean f- football's football it's back michigan state friday we love yep. to see yep. that um and then we'll kind of roll into the nfl season that that'll be kind of the the primary dose of this week's episode is the NFL, a little preview of the season before the Lions kick it off in, in in almost a week's time when you guys are listening to this. But for me, nothing else.
0: Well, cool. good to hear, man. Uh, yeah. So let's just get right into it. Today's gonna be uh, actually let's go kind of go over the brief football we did have over the weekend, uh, and then we'll we'll uh do our NFL preview for this episode. We did college last week, um, and then we'll do the NFL for this episode. Uh, So quickly week zero, kind of two games to talk about, I think, uh, as far as the two relevant teams that played. USC kind of gave everybody a scare uh, in the first half before Caleb Williams went all Caleb Williams and they pulled away. Uh, And then Notre Dame just was never even close. They looked electrifying on the greenest grass you've ever seen in Dublin, Ireland.
1: Yeah, um, like you said, uh, with USC specifically, nothing new was learned. You're playing San Jose State. You know Caleb Williams is that guy. You know Lincoln Riley's never been a defensive guru, and he's only into year two, so he doesn't have the depth or his players on defense yet. So you learn nothing there. Notre Dame, yeah, Navy's Navy. It's not some glorified team, but seeing Sam Hartman perform the way he did kind of is a new type of quarterback that Notre Dame has kind of rolled out the last couple of years. So I – Does he lift the ceiling of the team maybe a little bit? I I know I kind of stated nine and three last week. I maybe I'm a little bit more open to sitting there and saying ten and two is a possibility than I was seven days ago, seeing that there is a quarterback with a pulse. But again, it's you know they got a tough schedule and you can't take too much out of Nate. So,
0: yeah, I like you said, you can't take too much out of it, and I think the fact that you're going to still play. Ohio State Clemson and USC on that schedule like there's just that's two at least two losses right there so yep um uh that's it <laughs> and that's football for now dude week zero, week zero week
1: zero is cool as it is that college football comes back and gets football comes back on a competitive level
0: week zero blows they got blow. they usually
1: have half a team playing one and a half if you're lucky
0: it's usually like for if you're not like a sicko, like, it's usually like, oh, wait, they're playing football. They're playing football. Is this like a pre- college preseason game? <laughs> yeah,
1: college preseason
0: game. That's kind of like what what it feels like to the casuals around there. Yep. Um, but football is football. Uh, getting into some professional football. Uh, we're going to kind of go division by division here, breaking down uh, kind of a win range and a quick preview on everybody. Uh, and then we'll each pick a winner for the division and see how we do. Um. So, just what I have a, up right now. And let's start with the best division in football, in my opinion. The AFC uh, the, North. The a, They're the second. No. Uh, the, the AFC East. No, um, no, no. Vegas has uh, Buffalo Bills as the favorite at plus 135. Uh, New England predicted as last at plus 750 uh, with the worst odds. Um, start at the top, I guess, with the projected favorite is the Bills. I think personally – uh, The bills are kind of getting under last year. I kept saying how overhyped they were 13 and three really had no issues all year. And then they kind of left a-, a bad taste in everyone's mouth, getting blown out by the bangles um, in the playoffs to end the season. So I think that being the last image in a lot of people's heads has them maybe not as hyped going into this year. They're still going to be the bills. They're still going to be my opinion, the second best team in the AFC. Uh. Is this the year they do it? No, Uh, but I I think they – early prediction, I think the prediction's right. I think they're by far the best team in that division still.
1: How can the Bills be the second-best team in the AFC if they got beat by 65 to the Bengals at home?
0: I think they're going to be better than the Bengals.
1: I think – so with the Bills, again, I'm not going to sit here and call them bad because that's stupid, but I am going to talk about some troubling issues. Uh, Josh Allen has kind of regressed in the sense that he turns the ball a lot more, over a lot more now that Brian Dable is gone. Um, I, I think that's that's something that's scary. They play. I don't know. Something about him is so like it's almost like a kid on Madden. I feel like it's always
0: these, push all the buttons.
1: Yeah, push all the. It's always these weird, always throwing the ball plays. I'm not, I'm not going to call it the classic four verts, but I just feel like something about the way the Bills run their offense just strikes me as a kid playing Madden, and trying. Every play needs to be the home run. There's never just the run, run, first down, run, run, first down. And so I think that, that that's kind of where they've fallen short, especially in the postseason is they play better teams. They fall behind, and then they have to rely on this deep play, and it just doesn't happen. Um, again, I'm not sitting here trying to call them some maybe team. They're still one of the best rosters on paper in football you're going to get Von Miller back hopefully for the important part of the season unlike last year where he lost him you've got playmakers all over the defense I understand that. I mean Stephon Diggs whatever that offseason issue was it seems like it's past them now you draft Dalton Kincaid you still have Gabe Davis you have a decent enough offensive line like I under there's players there's just Something I, I'm a I'm a little worried about Josh Allen's turnovers and just the way they run their offense. It scares me coming into the important games late in the season.
0: So when total I'm gonna have him at thirteen and four.
1: I'll go twelve and five just because it's a more difficult division this year than last year, and I think maybe the Jets or the Dolphins can pick one off like they did last year.
0: Yeah, okay.
1: Uh, but yeah. I, the, what, say what, last what, I was gonna I agree this is this in my opinion is a division winner. Okay.
0: Uh, next, the New York Jets, the hard knocks team this year. Um, I think they're, they're one of the b- most special rosters in the league, aside from one of the most important spots in football. Um, that's the offensive line. Uh, and usually when you have a 40 year old quarterback, you'd want somebody that can protect him. Yep. Uh, so I, I see that being an issue, and I think they're slightly overhyped. I actually think they're going to come in third place in this division, not second as a lot of people have them. I don't think they're going to be a playoff team. I think they somehow slide out because of the AFC. Um, but I don't know. I think they're a victim of the good division and they're just my team to kind of, like I said, be that victim. Um and that, that's just kind of – I just don't have faith in that offensive line with an like, older Aaron Rodgers. But yeah. the defense is special. Quinn Williams is special. Sauce Gardner is special. They've turned this team into just a name off of young stud players everywhere but the offensive line.
1: Yeah, um, I agree there. I kind of just had them labeled as they're one of my two most polarizing teams where, like, I could – with the Jets specifically, I could see a Super Bowl run. I really could and then i could also see a 6 or 7 win season right so that that's what they're they're kind of one of my teams where like if the, if there's going to be an implosion quote unquote like be, where there's a disparity between expectations and what you produce on the field they're one of the two teams that i can see doing this so I, I don't really know how to predict them i think i i'm not going to sit here and say that i disagree or agree with your statement I, that they that they don't make the playoffs it's a look like, it's a loaded AFC. I mean, you could make arguments that the entire AFC North could get into the playoffs. You can make arguments for three of the four AFC West or the AFC East teams. I don't think the Patriots have a shot. And then you can make an argument for two teams in the AFC West. And that's that's more than six. Or more, that's more than seven. Sorry. That that is more teams than there is playoff spots. So you're right. Someone very, very good is going to get left out.
0: Yeah. Uh so I'm going to put the Jets at nine and eight.
1: Yeah, I can I can't disagree with that. I'll I'll do that too. As a nice safe kind of middle middle ground, but I can see him going all the way up to 11 wins, I'm not going to lie.
0: The Miami Dolphins kind of a uh, very polarizing year where they got hot, cold and hot. Obviously the Tua stuff, Tua kind of went brain dead literally. Um he couldn't stay upright. Uh this is another yeah, sorry, a tough pose that Vladdy just did imitating <laughs> um what was scary but is not funny. Uh, I think they're going to be better, and that's me on the going off the assumption Tua stays healthy, and I think Tua continues to progress into a true franchise quarterback this year. He has two of the greatest weapons in football. Um, I have some questions about like some like I don't know, aside from the skill like is the running game going to be good? They're a team that's never really had a good running back since I don't know like Reggie Bush. Uh, and it doesn't look like the Jonathan Taylor thing is happening. They've got guys on defense, Bradley Chubb, uh, Jalen Ramsey, if he plays, is healthy. Um, I actually think they're the not-victim of the good division, and they find a way to get in this year, assuming Tua stays healthy.
1: Yeah, I mean, I was in the same boat. I I had written down they won a lot of games when Tua was healthy. They lost a lot of games when he wasn't healthy. I mean, that's just the nature of football. If your quarterback's there and you're a good team, you can win some games. If he's not, you're going to struggle. I will say, though, this again, the, the team has invested on the defense on top of the offense now. Go get Jalen Ramsey. You bring in a Bradley Chubb. It, it's time for kind of Tua to stay healthy and kind of prove that he deserves one of these mega contracts that you see these Herberts, Burroughs, Mahomes is getting because the pieces are around him. Now, you, there, there is no this not year one when he's running around on half a leg trying to stay alive throwing to Devontae Parker. It's not the same team anymore. They have upgraded everywhere. They are they are a very, very good roster on paper. You gotta win some games, gotta convert. And I I'd look to have them as a wild card team as well.
0: Yeah, I had them going ten and seven. Uh the last team in that I don't have a ton to say on the Patriots. Um I think they're actually slightly worse than people give them credit for because people just kind of have this uh you can't get out count out Belichick mentality. Um, they're going into the season with Mac Jones, who I think is terrible, and they'll be looking to draft a quarterback and again in this year's draft um, in the first round. Not not a Bailey Zappy. Um, I I don't know. There's not they add Zeke, they Ramondre Stevenson's there, they add Juju Smith Schuster, but they get rid of their best receiver, Jacoby Myers. So I I don't know. There's a lot of in and outs as far as talent goes with this roster, and they weren't a playoff team last year. Um, are they a tear? I do buy into the. the they're not going to be a. I almost said a lottery team, which doesn't exist in the NFL. They're not going to be a three-win team, uh, yep. picking in the top three picks because of the Belichick effect. Um, but I'm going to say they're a six and eleven team that has no chance. Uh, probably. You out there. Oh, yummy. sorry. Uh, In this division, I said in other divisions, you could probably sell me on them being an 8-9 and team. Uh, In this division, I think six wins is a little more likely for them this year. Yeah, I mean,
1: it's interesting. The Patriots the last couple of years just really make some really, really, really weird moves. Um, Bringing Matt Patricia back as your offensive coordinator. He's never been an offensive guy. What the fuck? Uh, Going to spend, I think it was, what? hundred million dollars on tight ends a couple years ago when they signed Hunter Henry and John U. Smith. What the fuck? Um, you're you mean you mentioned uh Juju Smith Schuster and Ezekiel Elliott. This is not 2018 anymore. They, they, like th- Those are bit part players that you bring onto a team if you are one step away. You can't sit here and sell to your fans this is our marquee edition, this is gonna somehow catapult us into the playoff race i mean this this kind of just looks like a sad end to the bill belichick era to me uh yeah I, I, like you said it's not going to be some dumpster fire caleb williams tankathon thon because again the defense still has some players matthew judon and, and again it, it is bill belichick he is he is that guy for a reason they'll win some games but this is not a competitive team and i, I have seen zero possibility of playoffs for him
0: Uh, so we, we both agree on the bills for the winner, uh, moving on to the second best division, Vladdy's first best division, the AFC North. Um, the more I look at it, the more I start to agree with you. I just think, uh, I like the two and three in the East better than the two and three in the North, um, plus 125 odds for Cincinnati there to win the division, um and then the lowest odds are for the Steelers, so I guess they would be picked to finish last according to Vegas. Um, I'll start at the top. Yep, Bengals. Yep. Um, obviously one late hit away from probably making a Super Bowl for the second straight year. They have the probably the greatest. I think probably the great maybe Kelsey Mahomes if you call him Kelsey a receiver, uh, which I probably do. Um. As far as quarterback-wide receiver duos with Chase and Burrow, um, they're coming at bag for another year. The defense has slowly improved. They've drafted around it. I don't see any reason why this isn't the third best, maybe even the second best team in the AFC, especially when you have Joe Burrow, um, who's playing for a contract this year, I believe, correct?
1: I mean, he's got his contract. It's just about playing for how many zeros do you want to put on the end of it. Yeah. He's been good enough. It's like, you're not running Joe Burrow out of town. You're not. No, EMA. no, no. That's not. What I, I know what you mean.
0: Yeah.
1: I think this. I think he's going into year four. I believe, and he'll he'll get the fifth year option. That's not a shocker. So he's got a little bit of time before he starts making the big bucks, the Denzel money. But yeah, this is this is the second best team in the AFC, in my opinion. Um, the offense is outrageous. They have fixed the line. Like you say, the defense has developed, they brought in some people. I mean, I think they lose Jesse Bates. Um, I think he went to Atlanta, but it's a safety. I think you can manage finding a new one. Uh for not sixteen million dollars a year. But yeah, Bengals are Bengals are my pick to win this division.
0: Okay. Uh, I have the Bengals at twelve and five.
1: Uh, I think that's pretty fair.
0: Uh, the Ravens, kind of an interesting year as, as far as Lamar Jackson contract drama. Um, that's all settled for now. Um, I don't know. They've done some things to kind of uh, – they've dra- obviously drafted some offensive talent around him. They bring in Odell uh, to, I guess, somewhat be his number one receiver. Uh, it's probably Bateman. Um, they have a good running backs to go along with Lamar and J.K. Dobbins. The offensive line is decent. Uh, and it's just a stereotypical Ravens defense on a Harbaugh team. That's always yep. going to be solid. Um, it's a team that I don't like. They're kind of what the Tennessee Titans were for the past, like three, four years for me and that they're a good solid hard to play against football team. But I don't think they're, they're for sure a step below the top dogs of the AFC where I don't see this team winning more than one playoff game. I I, I don't think I could have said that much better and you, you figure
1: out your quarterback issues. You help surround him with talent. You kind of start bringing in the – you kind of start reeling in the, the, the more excuses of, oh, who's he throwing to? Who's he throwing to? Well, we just spent a first-round pick. We gave Odell $15 million, even though that was stupid to do so. We still have Mark Andrews. We have a decent offensive line. We, we are coached by John Harbaugh, who's a great coach, and we're always going to be a, a their team. So I can't say much more there. I, I, I do
0: think the Ravens are a wild card team. I do too. I think they repeat – and go 10 and 7 again, and they are a wild card team. Yep. Um, Cleveland Browns, another vol. The, you mentioned um, the Jets as being one of your more volatile teams, I think, to maybe a lesser degree. Cleveland is. I could see Cle- Cleveland winning four games this year, and I could see them winning 10 or 11. Oh, four um, is a
1: little soft, but I know what you mean.
0: I think it's very volatile. We didn't see the Deshaun Jackson or Deshaun Jackson, Deshaun Watson uh after you know a year and a half off come back and be the player that he was prior to the incident um a little more than an incident I guess but uh <laughs> he was not himself they have plenty of talent around him I mean Kareem Hunt leaves it sounds like Chubb, Chubb's gonna finally get the backfield to himself I think he's one of the best if not the best pure runners um in all of the NFL so it'll be interesting to see that adjustment this year uh, they st- And they still got guys on defense. I mean, there's still a name off on defense. Miles Garrett uh, kind of leading the backfield or as so far as the front seven there. But they're going to be good on defense. They've got Mari Cooper still, who's still very relevant, even at whatever age he is now, 28, probably 30, 39 in receiver age years. Um, but I could legit see if Deshaun Watson gets hot this being a very good team. I unfortunately I mentioned that the Jets are my victim to playing in the good good division. For as far as the East goes, the Browns are my victim for this division and I see them going 7 and 10 and not making the playoffs. Oh wow. So, I think I I think I've got a little bit more hope on the
1: Browns. I don't I don't I'm not going to sit here. I don't think I think they're a winning football team, but like where I mentioned, there's so many good teams in the AFC. I can't sit here and guarantee them a wild card. Right. Ten and seven might miss the playoffs this year in the AFC. Just, just straight up. So, I don't, I don't know what to say. We'll watch the games unfold. There's a lot of gauntlet divisions. We'll see. I, I do think that it, I'm a little bit higher on the Browns than you are. I think Deshaun Watson last year was never going to get back to form. Last year for Deshaun Watson was to play some football to try and get ready to get back to form for this year. You yeah. can't spend 18 months away from the game and expect him to come back and in week 7 or 13 or whatever it was, his first week back in that long, just say, hey, buddy, go go play. So I think it was always a glorified preseason for him. I think they knew what they were doing when they traded for him in that regard. They said, listen, we'll kick the can on one season, but we'll get a guy who has top five QB upside who can kind of complete our roster.
0: So you have him at 10 and 7?
1: 10 and 7, 9 and 8. I just don't know if that's enough to get into the, into the wild card.
0: And then the final team, the Steelers. I actually think the Steelers are going to win nine games this year. Um, it's a roster and an offense that I really like. Um, it's all dependent on Kenny Pickett and Kenny actually be relevant this year, which I'm pretty optimistic he can't be. But I think they're a team that kind of has all the pieces around him that they're going to be very, very, very competitive. I, I
1: agree. I think this is a better team than people might give them. I don't want to say credit for, but. Uh, year two of Kenny Pickett, you've got weapons, Deontay, George Pickens, Friermuth is a very solid tight end, Najee Harris is a great dual-threat running back. The defense is still there. I mean, I think T.J. Watt missed a lot of time with injury last year. You get him back, Minka Fitzpatrick. It is still a stereotypical Steelers defense. I think for them, it's can we bring the offensive line back to what it was five, ten years ago in the stereotypical yeah. Steelers offensive line? not just the defense. If that happens, you're you're absolutely right. I don't see why the Steelers can't go in a lot of football games and go compete for a wild card spot because we talk about John Harbaugh being that guy who always has his team ready. I mean Mike Tomlin, I'm pretty sure he's been a coach for twenty years. He's never had a losing season. Or last year might have been the first time he did. No, I think they went nine and eight last year. Even better. I, I don't yeah, Mike I mean Mike Tomlin is the epitome of a good solid coach. So I don't think you can't count them
0: out. Uh, and I think we both have the Bengals. Yep, win the division. Yep. Uh, kind of a as far as odds go, minus one. AFC South is where we'll go to next. Yep. Minus one sixty, Jacksonville Jaguars. I mean, it's kind of the Jaguars and a whole bunch of dog shit. Before I really get into it, um, yeah. Texans protected last at plus seven seven twenty five. Um. I'll go backwards. Houston, still not there yet. They're starting to add the young pieces. Damian Pierce, you get your quarterback, and C.J. Stroud. Maybe not picking top two again this year. Well, they don't uh, even
1: have their pick. So,
0: Well, that's right. They don't. They they have Cleveland, but
1: they it. don't have their own.
0: Okay. So, I'll just specify it as maybe not a bottom two team in the league this year, but probably a bottom five or six, um, especially in the AAC I don't really have much to say other than that. Like, they're, they're just – they're trying. They're trending in the right yep. direction, but they're nowhere close. Uh,
1: I kind of – I kind of – I took a little bit. Maybe I'm higher on Stroud. I, I mean, I know I'm higher on Stroud than other people are. But I think this team has the potential to be not as bad as people say. Like, when I say that, I'm not saying playoff team. I'm saying You're saying, like, I, five wins. I, I think they can get to six. Um, six. I think you add Will Anderson, get CJ Stroud. You've got a lot of young pass catchers where he'll have to develop with some of them. Pierce is a good solid running back. Dalton Schultz, we talk about solid tight ends with Pat Fryermuth. Dalton Schultz might be your stereotypical B, like B graded tight end. Like he's, we know he's not Kelsey, but he is an incredibly good safety valve, especially that's especially needed for a young quarterback. I don't think the offensive line is as bad as people think. I mean, Laramie Tunsil is one of the better tackle left tackles in football they spent money at the right tackle that they, they they drafted a, a center in the second round I do think that this team can set themselves up to take that next step it's kind of like a Lions when you start the rebuild two years ago with Brad Holmes I I'm not going to sit here and throw them in the hopeless pile the way other people do or they have mock drafts of Arizona picking one and two I just don't think that's going to happen
0: Yeah, I don't I don't see that either. I actually don't think that I think this team we're going to talk about next is going to come in last. And that's the Indianapolis Colts. Um, I am not a believer in Anthony Richardson. I'd like that on the record for when he does be when he's a Hall of Famer. I want this this audio (laughs) his Hall of Fame speech. Um, So raw, even if all that raw talent is going to amount to something, it's not going to be in his first year. Um Ursay and the t- Jonathan Taylor stuff it's only gonna be, get worse as the year goes on. That's a ton of drama on a team that's already trying to basically lose right now. This team could be, realistically be picking in the top three uh in my opinion. I think they're only a two or three win team yeah, i I,
1: I don't disagree with that. um I'm gonna say like this isn't really relevant to the team, but Jim Ursa's a fucking idiot. um he's now on his way of chasing out a third franchise player that the Colts have had after Peyton Manning and Andrew Luck um, that you mentioned, the situation's worse and worse Ursay after stating, Oh, this guy could die tomorrow. And we, the life would go on for us. Like, what are you doing? And he's going, I was like, Oh yeah, let me go spend $40 million to move an Orca from Miami to Seattle, but I can't pay my running back. I, he's I, he, like, now that Dan Snyder is out of the NFL. I think Jim Irsay is the stupidest and probably my most just the most moronic owner in football. Um, yeah, I'd agree. Yeah. That that that's my non-football team-related part of the Indianapolis Colts. I do think they do have some. They do have some hope. It's not as bad as some of the other situations. I think we're going to get into. You've got kind of a trio of younger pass catchers with Pittman, Alec Pierce, and Josh Downs you still have a pretty defensive offensive line kind of led by Quentin Nelson on the defensive side, DeForest Buckner. Is it it Darius Leonard? Is it Shaquille Leonard? I don't know what his name is anymore because he changed it a couple years ago. You do have some playmakers there, but you're absolutely correct. Anthony Richardson is the biggest what if I think in NFL history when it comes to a quarterback, because at his, if, if everything goes well, like you said, he is the most, josh if, allen. I, mean, he's, I mean i think he's more athletic than josh allen like that's just it, if everything goes right and they get the accuracy which it won't happen year one like they'll probably need to make some moves and get him better receivers to help but if if, if he gets the accuracy right i think he's the most athletic quarterback of all time now and that that includes physicality not just speed i know he's not michael vick but and if it doesn't go well which it, it, it wasn't Quite accurate at Florida, but if it doesn't go well, he'll be out of the league in two two and a half years. So, I, I think I think so much is down Anthony Richardson. You can't expect anything out of year one. It's a rookie quarterback throwing to some average weapons. No, There's not really much to say there.
0: Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to say they're going to be three and fourteen.
1: I can't disagree. I'll I'll be a little nicer. I'll give
0: him four wins, but. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Tennessee, a team that basically said, We're not tanking, even though you all want us to. Um, if I were a Tennessee fan, I'd be pissed. It, they're just kind of a pure Lions thing right now, and that they just can't admit to fully doing a rebuild. So they're just going to be on this side of just slightly below mid. I see them are somewhere around six or seven wins, maybe, maybe eight with the division they play in. Um, I don't know what the hell they're going to do at quarterback. They've got two young guys, Tannehill. You add DeAndre Hopkins. You have Traylon Burks at receiver. And, of course, you probably have one or two more years of the GOAT, Derrick Henry. Um, But, I mean, you lose pieces on that offensive line. Taylor LeWam's released. He's been hurt a lot, obviously. Um, I don't really know much about the defense. I know Simmons is one of the greatest D tackles in the league. Um, But other than that, I don't know. I just don't see this team being anything, and they're – not trying to actively tank, which I think they should at this point.
1: I would agree with that. Um, You mentioned them earlier when talking about the Ravens. They kind of are that cockroach team where they won't die. They're always winning games. They're always in the hunt. Somehow they're always playing meaningful football. But, I mean, you're right. D-Hop, Traylon, Burks, and Derrick Henry have the makings of a very good offense. But I don't know who's throwing the football to them. What's left to Ryan Tannehill? Malik Willis, who they apart, apparently already gave up on. You're going to give the keys to a rookie, Will Levis. I I, I just don't know. Like you said, they should be tanking for Caleb Williams and kind of starting from scratch. But instead, they're going out signing 31-year-old receivers, keeping a 28-year-old running back when they probably should have traded him away. The Titans are one of the teams where I'll mention it as we go on and we get to certain teams and situations where I'll say, just, just blow it up. Get rid of anybody yep. with value and blow it up.
0: It reminds me of kind of the last couple of years of the Red Wings dynasty, where they hung on to those put play- that playoff streak. That stupid streak. Yep, and they're so it's going to cost them. Where they're going, Tennessee is going to be very bad for a very long time again, just like they were for a while. Um, so I, I don't know. I they've been very relevant the last five six years, so it's hard to question it, I guess. But and they do have some form of pieces in a bad division, but. I think this is a six and eleven team.
1: Yeah, I uh, I think I'm somewhere in the same boat. Maybe they get seven, pick another game off against the bad teams in their division, or maybe they steal something. But just because Rabel's that good of a
0: coach, but
1: no, no <laughs> playoff hopes, no, none of that stuff for them.
0: No, the only team making the playoffs, I think, is the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yep. Trevor Lawrence, franchise quarterback, he solidified that in year two. Um, I don't know. They got a lot of young pieces, and Doug Peterson's. Done a great job with all of them um, after their treacherous Urban Meyer stench um, of the year. They still got to like, there's still a step that needs to be made for them to be like an actual legit team in my mind. And I think they will make it, especially in this division. Um, there's still no, again, they're kind of like the, the Ravens, although they're like, they're kind of like the Bengals, the year the Bengals made the Super Bowl even though the Bengals made the super bowl like they're just kind of that team that was terrible the year before or in the jacksonville's case two years ago and for a while prior to that and they're just not like there yet you don't put young quarterback with a lot of young players around him that like they're like okay maybe we win a game and get hot and get lucky they go on a a streak, but like i don't know a lot of guys etn lawrence um Calvin Ridley coming off the suspension like a lot of guys need to prove it to me and take that next step before they're actually like this consistent franchise playoff team in the AFC for me
1: I agree but I put the I don't know if it's if, if, if blames the right word but I think it's the defense that needs to be the the thing that steps up I think Lawrence did do I think he took his step last year with an adult in the room and uh Doug Peterson I think ETN's a pretty good Good to great NFL back. You get tanks, big tank Bigsby for some help. So they, I think they signed Evan Ingram to a longer term deal after tagging him. Calvin Ridley is huge. Um, I think if he, I think he looks. I mean, he looks fantastic. Obviously, it's training camp. They all look fantastic. Um, he's flying around the field. I think he gives Trevor Lawrence kind of that that true wide receiver one. I mean, Christian Kirk's a good player, but I don't think he's a true wide receiver. One, so I, I think it's on the defensive side, and may, mainly it's Trayvon Walker. Um, you were drafted ahead of Hutchinson and Kavon Thibodeau. They both had better seasons than you. You largely didn't do much. You kind of did what you did at Georgia, where you you ran around, and everyone calls you athletic, and everyone calls you potential, and everyone calls you the prototype, but you don't actually produce anything. That was the one thing I I remember. I remember year and a half ago, before the draft happened, I was kind of out there saying I was pro-cave on anti-Hutchinson, but I'm, I thought both of those guys were better than Trayvon Walker. I mean, Trayvon Walker was, a, they they drafted him as a pass rusher who never was able to rush the passer, which is outrageous. If you're going to do a number one pick with that. Um, he's got to step up. He's got he's to start actually tackling the quarterback and stop playing pretend and it'll go with, they'll go as he goes. The, there are some young pieces. I think they I think they drafted Devin Lloyd out of uh, Utah. So we'll we'll see what happens. The, there's the makings of a real team there that can compete for a very long time in in a very loaded AFC, but it's going to have to come with a defensive step up.
0: Uh I'm going to have them at 11 and 6.
1: I think they might be better than that just because their division's atrocious. Yeah. I, I could I could very easily see see them go six and zero in the division.
0: Yeah, uh, Trayvon Walker. My last comment, Trayvon Walker. Regardless of, even though it's been one year and he was and he was bad, like you said, he could be the most forgettable first overall pick ever. I completely forgot he went first in that draft, and that Definitely. was only a year and a half. He doesn't ago.
1: do anything. He he got drafted out of Georgia as the number one pick. They called him a pass rusher. I think he had three and a half career sacks on a but he also
0: like wasn't like anywhere near a consensus one. Nope. Like he was kind of just a rant like it was a weird year where it's no, just... he was, if I remember correctly,
1: he was a mid to late first round projection as the season ended and Georgia won their first national title. And Then, because the scouts got bored, they started talking about his athleticism and his arms and his reach, and no one ever stopped to sit there and say, hey, wait a minute, on one of the most loaded defenses of all time, he only tackled the quarterback three times. I think Trayvon Walker sucks, and I'm so glad that Jacksonville did that. I can't believe to say that considering how hard I was in Hutchinson last year during the season, but I thank God Trayvon Walker went beforehand, and we didn't have the opportunity to take that bump.
0: Rayvon Walker, come on the pod. AFC West, um, widely hyped going into last year, and I think kind of under-hyped going into this year. Um, Minus 155 Chiefs to win the division. Uh, Raiders Raiders projected last at plus 1,200. Uh, I'll start somewhere in the middle as far as the rankings go. The Denver Broncos, I think people are expecting a little better than four wins. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Especially with Sean Payton coming in, that's a guy that's not going to put up with that. He's a winning coach in general. I do think Russell Wilson is never going to be the same. Russell Wilson will be he quite be Nathaniel Hackett, Russell Wilson bad. No, I think that's part of the reason why they'll be comp- actually a fairly competitive team this year. Um, but I don't think he's anywhere near the same. He, like have okay weapons around him. They don't have any soup I wouldn't consider Jerry Judy or any the other receivers any kind of superstars around him, as far as true true yep. weapons. Um, defense is just okay. I don't know. I think I think they're gonna get up to like seven wins this year and be somewhat competitive, and might maybe be on like a in the hunt map on the NBC map at some point, but nowhere <laughs> actually near a playoff race. Yeah, I
1: mean, I kind of just said. It, I think this is all up to Russell Wilson. This this team that I mean, we know the defense is good. Um unfortunately that their wide receiver core is decimated by injuries year in and year out. Tim Patrick yep. has died two seasons in a row. Cortland Sutton's missed time. KJ Hamler's missed time. Jerry Judy always seems to miss time, including what will probably be part of the season to begin with this year. Um I mean, they get Javante Williams back from injury. He missed time. So They've been, they've done, had no favors done to them in terms of weapon wise and just the injury bug that they get. But this is all up to Russell Wilson. You either, you either pony up, come back to some level of Seattle form and justify the fact that you're getting paid fifty million dollars a year to play football, or your team's gonna implode. This was, a, this was actually my second implosion team. I think if Russ is, if Russ is truly cooked and he is, he's baked and done and dead, I think that they might have another disastrous season ahead
0: of him. Being a disaster to the Las Vegas Raiders, um, I think this team could be – my hot take is I actually think this is going to be a bottom five pick this year. Um, I don't believe in Jimmy G anymore. I think Devontae Adams gets traded at some point this year. It gets that bad. Uh, Josh McDaniels is a terrible coach. I don't really have much else to say besides I hate the Raiders. They play in a good division, um, and they're kind of in another weird – Thing where they have a lot of bad contracts and they're a bad team still. So
1: yeah, this is kind of what I said earlier. This is another one of those teams where they should be actively tanking. I don't right. know why you're signing Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't know why you haven't traded some of the pieces that you have—a Max Crosby, a Devonte Adams. I mean, you're drafting Michael Mayer pretty high up. I mean, I guess cool, but the, the Raiders are absolutely a team that should be in the tankathon for uh, Caleb Williams. Josh McDaniels is a disastrous head coach, I and mean, he's kind of in the Matt Patricia rule where he's making a bunch of moves right now to try and save his coaching career. They're not going to pan out, and the Raiders will be just good enough in the sense that they'll win three games and they'll be worse, or they'll be better than Arizona, but you're you're not going to get Caleb Williams, and you're going to fire your coach, and you're going to sit there with your thumb in your hand and be like, uh-oh, what's happening here? Why 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 do we have no direction? Because you don't. You, you they
0: should have cleaned house and yeah. Sorry, you cut out for a lot of that, but I think it's good. The people will have heard it. And unfortunately, I'll have to wait till it's on Spotify to hear it.
1: I basically just said the Raiders blow.
0: Okay, glad I'll, we're in agreement.
1: Yeah, I'll I'll quickly go to the Chiefs. Sorry to cut you off because okay. I think yeah. there's nothing
0: to say. I was just gonna say the Chiefs <laughs> are the Chiefs. I That's will say people. this like. Getting rid of talent running as far as receivers is going to eventually add up. I don't think it's this year, but like, I'm not sure you can run. I, it, there's only one guy in the league that you're going to get away with Kadarius, Tony, Sky Moore, and like Velda Scantlin's gone. McCall hardman has gone. I Who else do they have?
1: Still there.
0: No, he's on the Jets now. Or is that Hardman?
1: Alan Lazard's on the Jets.
0: No, no, no. McCall no, Hardman. McCall
1: hardman yeah, he's gone. Okay. So they
0: there. There. okay but i'm not sure you can roll out with any other quarterback if those are your receivers
1: i yeah i mean i I know what you're saying i, I know actually, you have kelsey yeah but... kelsey's obviously the great receiver he's that guy where it's like he's a cooper cup it's like how the hell is he always open when he's the only guy on the field who can catch a pass um you do have the big playability of uh, Kadarius tony for four games a season before his hamstrings give out um I've actually started to kind of turn the corner on Sky more. I think a lot of Same. people – see, I think a lot of people – I'm in in a good way. Oh, I don't know Same. if you – what? Same. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I, I think as a rookie coming into the Chiefs offense where they're running so much – like when I talked about video game stuff earlier with the Bills. I mean actual stupid video game trick plays. There's only so much you can do as a rookie learning that it will take some time. I think Sky Moore can develop. They spent another relatively high pick on Rashi Rice. I, I do think that, I mean, you are betting on these guys to, I'm not going to necessarily say hit, because they don't need to hit. They don't need to be Tyree Kill. But you, you you hope they can turn into a Darnell Mooney, some kind of fringe top 25 receiver. And it's like, hey, you know what? We can we can work with this because we have Mahomes. Um, it, 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 It's the best team in football. Best quarterback, he's on his way to being the greatest uh, football player of all time, and they'll they'll be in the AFC title game again this year, probably hosting it as they always are.
0: Yeah, I agree. They're a 13 14 win team in my mind. Uh, the last team in that division is the LA Chargers. It's like it's just, I feel like it's a, kind of the same thing we've said the last two years with them, like they're good are they playoff good? Justin Herbert has yet to win that big game. Keenan Allen's going to be healthy. Mike Williams is healthy. You drafted another weapon for him in Quinn and Johnson. Um, but, like, I don't know. Are they significantly better enough that they don't do the same shit they did last year? Same crap they did the year before that, where they find a way to not make the playoffs, or they find a way to lose after being down 28-0? Like, I don't know. I don't see anything really changing. They're going to be a 10-12 to 12 win team again. And I don't see anything changing as far as them being an actual playoff contender.
1: Yeah, I mean, all I said was it's time for Justin Herbert to wake up. Um he in my opinion, he's the most protected and overrated player in football. The the way people talk about this guy, you'd think he already has the Patrick Mahomes resume when in reality he was born. he got he got adopted into Austin Eckler, Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, a good offensive line, good defensive playmakers, and he hasn't done anything. So, I understand the, the social media throws are flashy. He's the big golden boy with dreadlock hair. He looks like a Disney Channel guy waving his wand. Oh, what a fucking football game. Tw- blowing a 28-0 lead. I was at this game. It was biblical. How the fuck do you blow a 28-0 lead in a football game? That shouldn't be possible at the professional level when you are adults. I get it if some kids do it because emotions get the best of them at the collegiate level. How do you do that as a professional football team?
0: In the playoffs.
1: Yeah. Biblical. Again, I think Justin Herbert, he's got to do – I think if this team, once again, doesn't win another playoff game, I think you have to seriously start asking questions about this guy because he can't keep running around with the social media throws and come back with a resume of – Zero. He can't. Yeah. I don't think they're good. they're not going to. I don't think they're good enough to win the division. No, he, he's not as good as Patrick Mahomes. That's then. That's not a bad thing. That, hell, if he could be as good as Patrick Mahomes, that'd be great. But he's not. So go win a playoff game on the road. Oh, that's not fair. It's on the road. He's got a loaded roster. For, I mean, I mentioned the offense: Joey Bosa, Khalil Mack, uh, albeit on the decline. Derwin James. He gets a good left tackle in Rashawn Slater. You want to win a football game, young man? No, I I think Justin Herbert is kind of like he's like the who was I just ranting about the the I can't believe I'm drawing a blank or who was I calling a bum five minutes ago? Garoppolo. Yeah.
0: No. Russell Wilson.
1: I, no, I can't believe I'm doing this. I, I I'll get back to it, but I think I think Justin Herbert is a fraud. We'll leave it at that. I don't have much more to say about him.
0: Uh, all right, that's it for the AFC. Your AFC winner,
1: uh, as a conference, Yep. I can't bet against the Chiefs. I can't.
0: I'm going to be frisky and take the Bengals. Sure, they're the chief killer. They're the only team that seems to be able to do it. Yep. Why not?
1: I I I can't I can't get mad at that. It's just I I, I what am I supposed to do? It's Patrick Mahomes. He's earned
0: the right. Yeah. Yes. Uh, the NFC will start in the NFC West. Uh, minus 175, San Francisco the favorite, Arizona Cardinals, plus 2,500 for the division with the last place odds. Not Arizona Cardinals will be the worst team in the league this year. They might not win a game.
1: Yeah, Um. I'll, I'll start with the Cardinals. I mean, I'll go beyond that. Even if they do win a game, I think this is the worst team of all time when it comes to, like, what's actually on their roster they and that does that's not necessarily a bad thing. They they're trading away pieces, they're acquiring draft capital. Right now it's the 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 leftover body of Kyler Murray who's going to get replaced. We know yeah. that. And Buda Baker. That's it. That's the entire team. Everyone else is gone. Uh they dra- I, mean, I guess they drafted Paris Johnson, which that's not a bad thing to give to Caleb Williams next year. Say, you know what? Here is something that we assume can be a franchise left tackle. But outside of that, I got nothing.
0: Let's go for Caleb.
1: Yeah, tank for Caleb, and then they have the Texans pick. Like I said, the Texans on a good day or a six-win team on a bad day could be picking in the top five. You might have two top five picks, which would be great. So
0: we'll see. Um, Uh, A a team I really don't even have an opinion on because I just don't know is the Rams. I mean, you have Stafford coming back after TJ. Cooper Cup was hurt most the last year, and they kind of fell apart. And were, like signing M- Baker Mayfield on like the Thursday before a game. Um, finished fifth to last, obviously, since the Lions had their pre- or no, was it wasn't fifth. Was it fifth? It was six. what? Did the Lions pick six, six. Oh, but towards the bottom of the league, I don't know. They're kind of high down on odds. I mean, I don't see Stafford coming. It's kind of like Russell Wilson to me. Like I don't see him coming back and ever being, uh, like, and like prime Matthew Stafford. Uh, but I I still have like there's this inkling in me with the NFC being weak, and I do think nine games can get you in the playoffs in the NFC this year. That this team could win nine games because the Cardinals are gonna suck. The next team we'll talk about Seattle. I see them kind of taking a step back, to be honest. Um, I think they were kind of ahead of schedule last year and they still have a lot of guys that need to prove themselves and do it again for me that like realistically, this team could win nine games slide, and they could also only win four again. So
1: I think with Seattle, we're going to hit our first disagreement. We've we've been pretty kind of. Uh, together with most of the teams, but yeah, you, you mentioned the Rams. They decided to bring the band back together one more time with Stafford, Donald and cup and McVeigh. McVeigh has openly touted him retiring once this core group of people moves on. Um, but I don't think, I don't think they're very good. I'm going to be honest that I, I think the depth or lack thereof from them consistently trading away picks to acquire superstars will start to show is showing and I think I don't I don't think this is a very good team. You're right; it's a weak NFC. They're going to play a weak third place schedule, given how they finished last year. But I, I don't think that's enough to get them into the into a shot for the playoffs. I think they're hovering around six or seven
0: wins. Seattle yeah, Seahawks. I think they're also they're going to be one of those teams that are in that eight and nine, nine and eight bubble. Uh, like you, said, best team in their division. But, like, I don't know. Does Geno Smith have another year like that in him? That's a very valid question, I think.
1: Yeah, no, it is. So, here's why I think I'm a little higher on the Seahawks than you. I think coming off of that playoff appearance, they didn't do anything with it. We we knew that was going to happen, though. I think that they actually probably had the best draft of anyone last year. Um, You found Tariq Woolen in the fifth round, I think it was. Everyone loves to give Sauce Gardner the credit. Tariq Woolen was – right behind him right behind um i think you found franchise tackles in the later rounds they they had an incredible draft geno smith is the perfect quarterback for what Pete carroll wants to do a little bit of mobility but a lot of turning around handing it off to two guys they get charbonnet and kenny walker which is a pretty good one-two punch for the nfl Getting Jackson Smith and Jigba is great for their future because while he doesn't have to do too much this year between Metcalf and Lockett, he is the perfect Tyler Lockett replacement. So whether it be next year or in two years or whenever Tyler Tyler Lockett either decides or the Seahawks decide for him that he's cooked and they don't want to keep paying him, they'll cut him. And the next guy's already there. So I think you've got, I mean, you'll get, uh you'll get Jamal Adams back. Um, I know he missed time last year. I think he was Taurus quad or whatever it was. So I I, I am pretty high on the, the Seahawks. I'm not going to sit here and call them some magical team. I don't think they challenge the 49ers for a division title, but I do think they're a wild card team again.
0: I think there you, you can look at some teams. I'll throw in I'll throw in four teams for you that I think could be in the eight to eleven win area. And two of them are going to be wild cards and two of them are not going to be. You have the Dallas Cowboys, the Detroit Lions, the Minnesota Vikings, the Seattle Seahawks. And just because I'm trying to be fun, let's throw in uh, the Giants. Okay. Yeah. Two of those teams are making it and three are not. Who's the third wild card then? Oh, there's three wild cards. Yeah, okay. So three of those teams are making it.
1: I think the cowboys well, you are gotta, a you
0: gotta imagine one like between the Lions and the Vikings, one of them has to win the division too. So Yeah.
1: Well so I think I think the I think the Cowboys are a lock for a wild card spot. I don't think they're good enough to challenge the Eagles. I think the Eagles are gonna win a lot of football games like last yep. year. But outside of that, you mentioned there's probably three teams, like you said, whether it be Vikings or Lions, Trevor doesn't win the division, the Seahawks and the Giants. I think those are the last three teams fighting for the last two wild card spots.
0: Uh, San Francisco, I don't even really have like quarterback things funny. Trey Lance obviously got dealt to the Cowboys since we last talked. It turns out you do have to actually play football to be a good football player. <laughs> um So they're going to rock with Brock Purdy going into this year. That's I mean, that's really the only question. This is, one again, probably a top three roster in football, but a huge question mark at quarterback. Is Mr. Irrelevant going to have the magic he had in 2022-23? I am optimistic he can, but I don't think he will. I think he'll be good enough that they'll make another deep run and it'll somehow not get him to a Super Bowl.
1: So you mentioned the Trey Lance thing. Where does he rank in terms of all time draft busts for you? Because now that he's Both. gone, he's there. Like he's on, he's he he is on that board. Where does he rank?
0: He is on that board. I'll give wow. you a
1: hot take.
0: You're gonna say like okay, the hot. He's the biggest ever. I in going maybe, third. Going third helps his case instead yeah. of like Jamarcus Russell going first or something so,
1: like that. The thing with Trey Lance that I think will benefit him in the long run when these debates get talked about is Trey Lance, his issues were not always his own. He didn't play because of COVID, and Got then hurt. he broke his fucking leg when yeah. he was supposed to be the starter. So I understand that for himself, but I talk about the situation surrounding him. Just like, not Trey Lance, the human being, but Trey Lance, the quarterback. They traded three first-round picks uh, gonna, So yeah, That's, that's, I gonna
0: that's gonna where
1: say. I think I'll give him the edge over Jamarcus Russell's. They traded up for three first round picks to get a dude who everybody knew should not have been taken. And then that's, again, that's not a slight to him. He's played six football games since high school. There, what are you, what are you going to do about that?
0: Yeah. I think the John, the he's so lucky that John Lynch has found so, so many amazing talents. Cause that is one of the worst moves by a GM in the history of football. Uh, and he's also, it's also going to get clouded by, especially if Brock Purdy becomes the guy for the next couple of years here, uh, is that the draft after he found a starting quarterback at the last spot in the draft that like, yep. that'll basically wipe his resume clean for the Trey Lance. Yeah. Um,
1: I, I I will say he's the biggest draft bust There's in the situation, season. not as a player. Um, right. And you mentioned the roster loaded with top end talent at premium positions, left tackle, defensive end probably the best running back in football when you value both aspects. Um, and just uh, and Kyle Shanahan's a coaching genius, does like to choke. I'll give him that. Um, yeah. I'm sure that Atlanta game, the Super Bowl still haunts him, but what are you going to do? Um, yeah, I, I, I think the 49ers are going to be an NFC title team.
0: Uh, the NFC East, minus 105 Eagles, Washington Commanders plus 1,000. Uh, Let's start in the middle with the Giants. I think the Giants are not quite as good as last year. I think they're probably the worst of those five teams I named. I only named them because they do have a chance. Um, You sign Daniel Jones to the contract. You give Saquon the one-year deal. And then you don't really have many receivers or any really offensive weapons around him after that. They have a pretty solid offensive line. I don't really – the defense is all right. Uh, I don't know. I think this is an eight-win team. I, I think they're kind of the odd man out as far as they're, they're going to be uh, competitive. Uh, again, kind of a tough division as three good teams. But
1: Yeah, I I kind of – I agree with that. I, I had them – I said they're going to take a step back from last year. Um you mentioned the lack of pass catchers. They don't have anybody established. Jalen Hyatt, Wandell, Robinson, Sterling Shepard, Darius Slay. I don't even know which of the last two I named is even still on the team or not. No yeah. You get Darren Waller, which is cool, but Darren Waller hasn't really played a lot of football in the last two years. So what part of Darren Waller are you getting? Saquon Barkley, great comeback year after some injuries. How much more does he have left in the tank, which is kind of unfortunately the age-old question. We asked to, court, to running backs after they turned 26. Um, you mentioned the the offensive line good enough. Andrew Thomas is a great tackle. Uh, defense probably leaves a little bit to be desired, but I do think Brian Dayball is an incredibly solid coach. And if he can get the same level of play out of Daniel Jones that he got last year, which as we all saw from the first three years of Daniel Jones, that's a gamble. You don't know, but if, if he can do it, there's no reason why they can't compete for a, for a wild card round uh, playoff spot.
0: Uh, the Washington Commanders. Weird, because they do have some like remaining pieces: Chase Young, Terry McLaurin. Um, the running backs are both solid, Gibson and Brian Robinson. Um, but you're gonna start with Sam Howell. I know he's kind of looked okay so far, um, but he has yet to play a real game. Uh, I might add, they're gonna be bad. Like, they're, like they're not gonna be the worst. I still think there's like it's there that they'll win four or five maybe even six games somewhere in there, but like, they're not going to be good. I don't think you can be good starting Sam out at quarterback, but maybe we'll see. And we'll see. I mean, they're giving him a chance. seems like they've never, they just do this with quarterbacks. They just give them a chance and yep. they're just, okay. You sign them to another one year deal and a one year deal, but we'll see.
1: Yeah. This is another one of those teams that I clump with the Raiders and with the Titans. It's like a, what are you doing? Go tank for Caleb Williams. Uh, I they do. I mean, their defensive line is actually pretty good. Chase yeah. Young, Montez Sweat, Deron Payne. They they've got some. They've got some dudes in the defensive line, which I think will end up being just good enough to prevent them from being in the Caleb Williams sweepstakes. But Sam Howell is not an NFL quarterback at a high level. Um, Terry McLaurin, Jahan Dotson's a pretty good one-two punch at receiver, but. I don't, I don't think the rest of the team's good enough to to do anything about that. You know, being a one-two punch, you guys you know, might put up some great garbage time stats when they're losing most of their games in the fourth quarter. But I just – I don't see this being a competitive football team.
0: Yeah, the Dallas Cowboys. I don't have anything to say besides this is, like, the same team for me for the last three years. Like, good enough to they'll get in the playoffs, like – and then they'll just cowboys it. Like I don't, I don't really know how much more I have to add about this freaking team because they do the same shit every year. Pollard's <laughs> gonna be great this year, I think, without Zeke and them forcing it the, down Zeke's throat, even though his his legs are moving in slow motion. But I don't know uh, how much can you add to a team that's been the same for a while, and I don't see being any different. So I I, I was laughing because in my notes. I said, we'll see how
1: Dallas manages to Dallas the season up. You mentioned right. they're going to Cowboys the shit out of it. You're right. I mean, it's the same thing. Getting Pollard as a sole back is an upgrade because, like you said, Ezekiel Elliott was cooked. He's gone. That's great. Getting Brandon Cookson to be your wide receiver too, that's an upgrade. That's great. Offensive line, good. That's great. Defensive On the defensive side, they got players. That's great. Dak Prescott as a quarterback, that's not great. Dallas Cowboys season, probably a wild-card playoff raw, uh, playoff loss. That's not great.
0: Yeah, so like, how do you change – like, I don't – like, if you're Jerry Jones, like, what changes?
1: I I, I don't think you can draft really, well. See, I don't think you can change much. They do, they do draft pretty well. I'll give them credit for that. I mean, you found – I'm not gonna say you found Micah Parsons, but you let Micah Parsons drop to you. You ended up taking him. They consistently find good offensive weapon – or offensive linemen – I mean, they have got some players. It's just like you said. I think with Dak Prescott as your quarterback, you've kind of limited yourself, and you you are kind of playing the game of can we game manage? And that just whenever they play one of the top two teams in fo- or in their conference or in football, and it comes to a playoff spot, they can't game manage against that. You got to go out and beat them. You can't you can't yeah. game manage against the Eagles. You're gonna have to score thirty five on them, and that's tough because the Eagles are fucking loaded.
0: Speaking of the Eagles, I think this is the best team in football, the best roster in football I know it's the Chiefs League to lose. But they're just loaded at every single position. They reloaded in the draft, did something people didn't think they could do. They're Georgia U on defense. They got Jalen Hurts on the contract. They got AJ Brown and Smith at receiver. You think they're going to take a step back to lose Miles Sanders? They signed freaking DeAndre Swift. Even if he doesn't play, they did something. But I think this team could go like 15 and 2, 16 and 1. I think they're that good in the NFC. Uh, I'm scared for anybody that has to play this team.
1: I completely agree. I mean, You've got an offensive line that comes back. That's another thing that you didn't mention. Jason Kelsey came back for another year. Lane Johnson comes back for another year. That's two Hall of Famers on the offensive line. You mentioned the retooling of the backfield. You lose Miles Sanders. You're like, you know what? I'm not paying you $8 million a year. I'll go replicate your production, the Moneyball style. I'll go get the last year of DeAndre Swift on a rookie contract for a seventh-round pick trade, and then I'll go sign Rashad Penny for probably $2 million, and I'll replicate your production for $6 million cheaper. That's it, Howie, it, Howie Roseman is kind of like my spirit animal. He's my favorite GM in football. How the NFL let Jalen Carter fall to yep. number nine or whatever it was where the Eagles took him, That that should be studied in criminal justice classes. That is a that's a crime. How you let Jalen Carter go to that defense? That is outrageous.
0: What's more of a crime? Him going down that far, or Micah Parsons falling down that far? I think hard to say because Micah Parsons is established and yeah,
1: uh, it's topic of you're right. Micah Parsons has now played games. I think the other issue with Micah Parsons was actually I'm not going to say actually. Jalen Carter had his own character issues, but Micah Parsons had those stupid hazing rumors that came out that led to him falling. Um, I don't know. I think it's kind of a it's a similar type of like blue chip defensive prospect. Obviously, they play different positions in the defense, but we'll see what happens. I I just think Jalen Carter's filthy. Um, Yeah. Yeah, it, it, there's nothing more to said about that. That defensive line had 80 sacks last year, wherever it was, set the mm-hmm. NFL record, and they got to add Jalen Carter to it. How is that fair?
0: Yeah. Uh, so I think we're, we're both pretty set on the Eagles for that yes, one. We are. Uh, let's move to the NFC South. Probably, in my opinion, the worst division in football. Agreed. Um, Northville Saint, or Northville Saints, New Orleans Saints, plus one twenty to win it. Tampa Bay Bucks at plus seven fifty to come in last. Um
1: I don't know. I don't
0: like have too much to say about any of these teams. So we'll start with the bottom. We'll go Tampa. You're cutting out. Oh, sorry. You're back. You're, you're back. Uh so let's start in Tampa. Uh ba- Baker Mayfield obviously just announced that he, he's gonna get the job here over Kyle Trask. Um I think you have a couple of remnants on the defense from the team that won the Super Bowl. Uh three years ago now. Um, but other than that, there's no, I mean, and you still have Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, whatever left of their careers around him. And, um, you lose Leonard Burnett to, um, death, basically retirement, um, inability to play football anymore. Um, yeah, I don't like, I don't know. Maybe they're frisky and they win like six games this year, but I, I don't think they're, I don't think they're bad. I will say I don't think any of the as bad as this division is. I don't think anyone's three loss or less top three pick in the draft bad.
1: I'll, I'll agree with that, but I do think the Bucks are bad. I think they're probably they could be a top five pick, and this is once again another team that I lump into the what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, why you wouldn't tank for Caleb Williams is still beside me. Uh, aging wide receivers, a, an offensive line which under Tom Brady was. Very nice is no longer very nice. It is very not nice. You've got an aging defense with playmakers that you've kind of lost and or getting older. Vita Vea is still there. I mean, I guess you have Devin White who's still there. The corners are eh. The running backs don't exist. Tight end doesn't exist. I mean, wh- why do you think you still have Brady a quarterback? blow it up trade away the guys that don't play premium positions like tristan wirfs you're not trading tristan wirfs you can tell him listen man i'm sorry we're gonna make you play two and a half to three years of shit football but you are too good to let go and you're still young enough to the point where we can compete with you on the flip side of this but everyone else you should have traded them away uh that the team is I I, th- I think they're bad. I think this is. I mean, if Baker Mayfield's your starting quarterback, and if Kyle Trask, who was a second round pick, can't even beat him out, what?
0: <laughs> what? All right, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers just get a what? Yeah. Uh, Carolina. They were the team that picked first in the draft. Uh, obviously not by their record, by trading it to the Bears. Uh, they pick up Bryce Young. They have a couple of pieces around him, to be honest. Um, I I I actually don't think in this division, this team could easily be up there around seven wins, I think. Um, I think they're more likely to be the five to six range, picking in the seven to nine range in the draft. Again, uh, just because I don't think like any rookie quarterback, I don't think it's just the way of the rookie quarterback anymore to come in and be able to lead a team to more than, you know, nine, 10, 11 wins in their first season, no matter what the situation is. So I kind of go off that for my expectations for them.
1: Completely agreed, and I think you make a good point. They do actually have some pieces um, on the defensive side. Derek Brown, Jeremy Chin, Brian Burns, a decent enough offensive line. You get a Miles Sanders. The the wide receiver core, Chark, Thielen, Mingo, I don't love it, but like you said, it's a rookie quarterback. You're going to grow with it. You're going to find other weapons as Chark and and Thielen move on. Uh, I think the Panthers, unfortunately, they had to give up their first-round pick and I think some seconds, so like, they're going to be missing some of their high-level picks for the next couple of years, which should impact the amount of talent they can get. But I do think that they have a foundation and there is some hope going forward in what is kind of a division that is anyone's to win for the foreseeable future. There is no Chiefs where it's like, oh, well, shit, what do we do for the next decade?
0: Yeah. Uh the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, just I just think of mid. Desmond Redder is gonna step in and play quarterback. Uh you draft Bijan Robinson in the first round. You tend to like skill positions. You go Drake London. Um by, by Kyle Pitts and then Bijan in the first round. It's question marks for a team that hasn't been good for a while. Maybe you fix the front seven or front seven, the f- offensive line and the front seven on defense. Uh no, we don't do that in Atlanta. We only draft skill guys. Uh we Arthur Smith, smith. What did I snitch? Uh Smith, I actually do think is a decent coach. Uh, and they're gonna run the ball down teams' throats when they can. I do think Bijan walks in and is good as a rookie. Like I said, quarterbacks not, especially with Desmond Ritter like quarterback. Like how, how often are they gonna throw the ball? I'm not really too high on him in general. I never really might. was. I know I know he was a late round pick, third, fourth round pick, but like it's I don't even like I don't even really. Get why they're giving him a shot, shot to be the guy. To be honest, I know that I know they're not expecting anything, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Kind of like the Panthers to me, five to seven wins, like just a, a series of mid. They have enough to not be god awful, but nowhere near a competitor, even for the just a playoff spot. Yeah, I mean they're a team which I don't support
1: the way they've done this rebuild.
0: No. Knowing
1: skill position in the top ten three years in a row should be a felony. Um. That that should be a felony just straight up. That that that's what the Lions used to do in the early two, early two thousands. That's how you end up with Mike Rogers and Chester Rogers and Chuck Rogers and Daddy Rogers and whatever the Lions used to do with Matt Millen's dumbass. But I would just say you're you have an you have a below average offensive line on defense, you have AJ Terrell and an overpaid Jesse Bates. And that's kind of it. And those are two positions which the defense doesn't start in your secondary. Ask the Detroit Lions how that goes for them when you don't have a pass rush and you're, you're – and A.J. Terrell is forced to chase some another human being for seven seconds. Doesn't You can't do that. So yeah. can they win some games in a bad division? Sure. Are they competitive at an NFL level? Not a chance.
0: I think they're worse than last year too. I know they had kind of a run that last year. I think they're kind of, They're definitely worse than last year, even with all the Mariota. Yeah, I mean, I I going. don't I
1: don't even remember how they finished last year, but it, I, I I don't give them much like feasible. They're going to play meaningful football. We're going to see their picture in the in the hunt standings at the end. Um, maybe we will if the whole division is seven and ten, and they're six and ten, and everyone's like, "Oh, look, can they win this Monday night game to clinch the division?" And we'll call them the new worst ever team to win a division, but. That's for that's for January's problem uh, to the Saints.
0: No, yeah, the Saints. Uh, another big question mark. You get Derek Carr. Looks like Michael Thomas plans on playing more than a couple games this year. Um, but so many holes, so many question marks. I don't know. Is it? This could be a division winner. I really do believe that. Yeah, I. I mean. I don't know enough about them to really even get give a good analysis, to be honest. So, I know they, they should be better, but, I mean, you have Olave, you have Taysom Hill, you have some receivers. Down, Michael Thomas, like I said, plans to play some games. Hopefully Derek Carr has a resurgence. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I, what I kind of said is I think this is them trying to cash in on the aging championship defense they've had for the last five years. I mean, you've got Cam Jordan, Demario Davis getting older. Marshawn Lattimore still there, but getting a little bit older. Decent enough offensive line. And you're right. I mean, Olave and Michael Thomas, if Michael Thomas wants to play football, not a bad receiving duo. I mean, no. Amara is still a pretty good running back. Yeah. But he's not beating up people in a bar. Um,
0: it's a good room. Jamal Williams should be okay as a backup. You drafted. Yeah. Kendra Miller. Miller, I was going to say a Chane, but that's the Dolphins yeah. guy. Yeah, I mean, yeah,
1: like, I think you put it probably well. This is probably the best of bad teams in this division, and they'll probably host a playoff game. Maybe they'll even win it because they usually have crazy home field advantage. But this is not some team where you can say, "Yeah, I see a Super Bowl" or "I see a path to a Super Bowl." No, team.
0: I don't even. Even in a bad NFC, I don't even see. I don't even see them as like a for sure playoff team. If I wasn't. So convinced that anyone in their division was going to like oh, win more than six.
1: Months. Agreed. The only reason I think they have like, if there was no automatic bid for division winners, they're not getting into the playoffs. So yeah. that, that's kind. That's how I would leave it at.
0: Let's move to the north. Let's uh, go. The Detroit Lions favored at plus one fifty to win the division. Minnesota not far behind them at plus two seventy five, and the Packers projected lasted only plus four hundred. It's really the only division here that is kind of just a toss-up. Yes. Um,
1: Where do you I, start? Bottom and go up? Yeah, the
0: bottom. It's just the division of mid. We'll go Packers. I actually think Packers are kind of getting uh too much not talked about. They still have some of the pieces from when the Aaron Rodgers teams uh, were there. The offensive line is still there. Jordan Love will have support around him. Um, Not much in the way of receivers besides Watson. Um, They do have still pieces on defense. They're not going to be bad but they're not going to be good. I don't really believe in Jordan Love long term. Um but that is just me. Sorry, I had to make a pick in my fantasy league. One Saquon at 10. Good for you. Yeah, um Yeah, go ahead. I don't no, know I six wins.
1: I I think the Packers are are a question mark. I I I'll acknowledge like you said the roster's still pretty good. Like they've got some players on both sides of the ball, the offensive line if David Bakhtiari ever figures his knee out is pretty good. Jones and Dylan, pretty good backfield. They have drafted young playmakers that they want to develop. I will say they're in typical Packers fashion. Their draft picks were pretty weird. They took two tight ends in the first three rounds in their first four picks. I like I don't understand that they drafted Luke Musgrave in the second round, and then 30 picks later they took Tucker Craft. I, I don't know what the point of that is, but that's the Packers for you. They make weird decisions and get bailed out by Hall of Fame quarterbacks. We'll see if Jordan loves the next guy in line to do that for <laughs>
0: Uh, The Bears. Uh, I think the Bears are still probably going to be the worst team in the division. They're going to be frisky. They're young. They're actually... On a Lions path, they're just probably two years behind what the Lions are. They've kind of seemed to done it right as far as what they've drafted. They have the quarterback. They think of Justin Fields. They have, you know, good young receivers around him. Nobody elite yet. Obviously, you get DJ Moore in the trade for the first overall pick. Um, I think they've done it the right way. They're also going to be five to eight, eight wins maybe in that range. Um, and they kind of are kind of on a good project. project- trajectory there it is to, to today junior
1: that that's what I said I say I say they remind me of a Detroit Lions team from 12 months ago where you started the foundational pieces you you get Justin Fields some help on it from both the receiving core because Darnell Moody's not a wide receiver one and you get him a tackle so he's not running for dear life as soon as the ball is snapped and I think this is where this is the year where Justin Fields has to take a step. Um, he's gotta he's gotta get back to the OSU quarterback that he was, which was pass first. Um, can't be running around for a thousand yards again. That's not sustainable. You're gonna die, whether it be a knee or someone takes your head off. Um, yeah, I have, be-
0: I have to I have to ask you a question here while we're live on air. Yes, so I went Saquon first. Right now, on the board here at 15, is Pollard, Garrett Wilson, Amon-Ra, A.J. Brown. Do I go running – like, Pollard, Pollard sounds great, but then I'm not going to pick for a while. Is this a
1: 12-team league? Yeah. Okay. I think I think Pollard, if you want to go running back, running back's not a bad plan, but the issue is because running backs are such a dime a dozen, I think he could replace that. I would personally go Amon-Ra. But it's AJ. not a dime.
0: It's just like a one-year yeah, league. Yeah, I
1: know. I'm just saying, like the running backs will get hurt. You can find you can find great running backs in the waiver wire if someone gets hurt. I I would personally go Amon Ra or AJ Brown, but I I'm not going to sit here and say Pollard's the wrong pick. I went Amon Ra. I like it. Um.
0: Okay. Yeah, uh, I'm, you got anything I, more else on the
1: Bears? I was just gonna say, kind of like you, five, six to eight win season in in the cards for them. Just establish something, you'll have multiple picks next year and in the future that you can have to use at a high level and just kind of do what the Lions did. Go a step at a time. Maybe you can surprise some people, win nine games. Who knows?
0: I The Vikings are next. I don't really get what they did. I know Dalvin Cook's on the decline, but you get rid of him and then you draft a receiver in the first round. You still have Kirk Cousins. He's still good. Obviously, he's getting up there in age. Justin Jefferson, especially, is he's he's arguably the best receiver in the league. You're still in a division that where anything can happen. Nobody's good. Nobody's nobody's super good. Nobody's that bad, but nobody's also super good. Uh, so you're in a contention for a playoff spot this year, for a home playoff game, that is. And you kind of – I don't know. The moves kind of go back and forth with me. I think people also – they did so unexpectedly well What 13 and four, 14 and three, or whatever ridiculous record they ended with. And people really called them frauds all year, and they ended up being frauds, losing to the Giants in the first round. But I think people are kind of messing that up for, oh, they'll be so much worse this year. With like, they were still 14 and three. So, so much worse is still 10 and seven, nine and eight. Like, not kind of, I think what some people peg them as is the seven win team.
1: I would say uh, you mentioned kind of the moves being a question mark. I'm pretty sure they were in cap hell, and they had to get rid of players to kind of get back under that. That's why you let Thielen walk. They let some guys on defense go. Eric Kendricks, Pat Peterson, Darius Smith. They are kind of playing the budget game at running back. They're kind of – they're playing the budget game at receiver. The offensive line is there-ish. So, I think – it's natural to take a step back. You mentioned I think they were thirteen and four, but they were I, I believe they were seven or eight and zero in one possession games last year. You can't yeah. repeat that. You can't. So that that'll obviously the balls will start bouncing the other way. Maybe Dan Campbell won't lose his fucking mind in week three again and give you a free win. Um Again, if, if there's a team that's gonna that's gonna fight the Lions for a playoff spot, it's gonna be or for the division, it's gonna be the Vikings but I don't think they have enough. I think the Lions have solidified themselves as the team in the North.
0: And with that, the Lions, uh, the projected favorite, I'm still not 100% sold that this is just like a foregone conclusion. They win this division. No, it's not. They win 12 games. I still think it's a 9-8, and eight, maybe 10-7 and seven division winner. Um, they're still a year away from some of the younger pieces. Hutchinson, um, maybe not Penny, Sully's so he's kind of there at this point, but uh, so, some of those younger pieces, I think, are still a year away from just being like the 49ers or the Eagles of the world as far as some of the athletes they have on their, on their side of the field. Um, but it's the most we hope we've had as a Lions fan. So I'm and you look so excited to talk about it that I'm just going to I'm going to let you go off.
1: Yeah, um, this is the first time in our life where they're expected to win the division. This is the most complete roster we've ever seen in our lives. Um, just to kind of quickly get the little skeptical out of the way, the receiver room looks thin for the first six weeks without JMO. Uh, I think it's Amon Ross St. Brown, Josh Reynolds, Marvin Jones, and Oof. A, ba- a bag of chips. I guess maybe you're going to hope that Jameer Gibbs can fill some of that void. Um, but yeah, the, the receiver room is a bit thin off the start. Uh, but, but that, that's really kind of the only glaring hole I see when it comes to the division. Obviously, your roster still not competitive with the likes of the Eagles, the 49ers, the Chiefs. But from an NFC North strictly perspective, you have the best roster in, in the division. I mean, the the secondary. If you look at what our secondary was 12 months ago with, oh, my God, is Jeff Okuda at the starting corner. Oh, my God, Jerry Jacobs. Oh, my God, the stupid uh, Orowaria guy who couldn't cover for shit um and now you look at them where they're benching Tracy Walker I think because Brian B- Branch has been that good and I think they're running around with CJ Gardner-Johnson, Kirby Joseph kind of playing the safeties. I think they're running Brian Brian Branch. You've got um Cam Sutton, you've got Emmanuel Mosley off of IR, off the injury, off the the injuries. What they did in 12 months with that secondary is incredible. They turned what was unquestionably the weakest part of the Detroit Lions into a strength at a league-wide level. The linebacker room should hopefully get a boost from Jack Campbell. If it doesn't, what the fuck did you take him at 18 for? Uh, The defensive line, I probably think still does need a little bit of work and that's more from my own personal ideology. Um, Like I said, the Eagles had an NFL record as team sacks last year and still decided to shore up their defensive line. Whereas the, the the lions decided to get a little bit cute and start taking skill positions. That that's one thing I don't agree with. So maybe that's just a little bit more pressure on Hutchinson. You know what? Go get 15 sacks this year. Eight and a half. a half's not enough anymore. James Houston, you were a great flash in the pan for the last five weeks of the season. Go sustain it. Alim McNeil get healthy uh Levi or oh, no on is the, the the guy whose back sucks but get healthy so I think the defensive line is where we're going to see a lot of like what this team can really do at top end I think they have a high floor and we'll see how high that ceiling can get based off the defensive line the offense running back room upgrades upgrades on Swift and Jamal another year of golf another year of the receivers Laporta is better than what the tight ends were last year after Hawkinson got traded. The offensive line, if the injuries don't pile up, is fantastic. But I think we saw this year in the preseason, the depth is not there. So let's hope we stay healthy. But I I, I have the Lions anywhere from 9 to 12 wins, to be completely honest with you.
0: 12 wins.
1: I think, I think okay. it's definitely in the realm of possibility. There's not many games – on the schedule, where I look at it and say, "Oh shit, we can't win that." Like outside yeah. of the Chiefs, like I don't, I'm, I don't have the schedule in front of me, but outside of Week One of the Chiefs, I don't really think there's many games where it's like, "Well, we might as well not show up."
0: Yeah, it kind of left me speechless, to be honest. uh with yeah, the nine I, or I, I, I mean, I see us being nine or ten. I think it's like. And it's, it and it, it'll culminate you know a week from tomorrow so which I found out I'm not gonna be able to watch which is the most tragic thing yeah. ever I have a nine o'clock I have that six to nine o'clock class on Thursdays too it's
1: good actually that's, that's it's not undergrad anymore you can't do that
0: <laughs> yeah it's once a week they're one they're two different ones so they're once a week so that's like missing two classes unfortunately oh, um fine. but Yeah, I guess I'll get to catch the second half when we're down by fifteen.
1: It is what it is. Better to lose to the Chiefs in Week One
0: than it is to lose to in Week Fifteen. Yeah, like I I don't want people to react in either direction on that game. A, it's one game. B, it's a good team. C, like I don't know, they're not going to be the team you want them to be Week One, regardless of who they're playing to. No, but
1: yeah, that's that's kind of our. uh, Actually, I guess we we finished the NFC. Who's your NFC champion?
0: Uh, the Eagles by a landslide I think the Eagles win the Super Bowl this year They come on a vengeance tour
1: I, I, I've I, got the Eagles in the Super Bowl as well I think they're going to lose to the Chiefs again Because Mahomes is that guy I just think that with the Eagles I think their their defense is just going to be too much For Brock Purdy or Sam Darnold Or whoever's still alive for the 49ers When they play each other in the NFC title game And I think it's a I think it's a Philadelphia Super Bowl appearance again and I think they lose again. I think it's it's a repeat of last year. Give me the Chiefs over the Eagles in the Super Bowl.
0: Chiefs or the oh, you going repeat? How original I, of you?
1: I'm sorry, man. It's just <laughs> prove. I'll say something that I usually say when when it comes to college about people complaining about seeing the same teams in the college football playoff. Prove me wrong. You're tired of seeing the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Go beat them. Go beat them. You don't want yeah. the Eagles to keep winning football games? Go beat them. What do you want me to do?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't disagree. Uh any any other notes on the NFL? This has been nope. another long one. We're uh, getting the people. Was good, the content. This, was
1: a, this was a great episode. I'm so excited for football to be back.
0: Fuck he took Brees Hall.
1: <laughs> I again I'm I'm so excited. But, uh, I'm not gonna say too much more so you don't get the rambling phase because I'm a little hungry and I want to go eat dinner. To everyone who stuck around, thank you very much. For myself, as always, go green.
0: Go right, white, baby. Beat them chips.